Welcome to Doom Time with Joe, a show of cautionary true stories about life inside prison. I'm your host and narrator, Joe Baker, and today's story is titled, The Big Payback. The story you're about to hear is true. It is either a personal account of mine, or it was told to me by someone I believe to be telling the truth. The names of the participants have been changed to protect the gift. It ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. After about six months in the county jail, I had established a reputation as a shot caller. One of the perks of being a shot caller is collecting taxes. Everybody that came to the floor had to pay me half of whatever they had. It didn't matter if it was food or clothing. If you had ten noodles, I wanted five. If you had two pairs of socks, I wanted one. The only thing I wouldn't take was underwear. I never stopped to think that one day, the predator would become the prey. As a shot caller, I lived pretty good on the floor. Uh, I had my little crew, you know what I'm saying, a couple of guys that ran with me and all this and that, and we got together every day, broke bread, made meals together, shared everything that we had, and uh, they got a cut too also of whatever came through the door. So we were pretty, you know, locked in on how we ran things. And every night, pretty much, we would get up in the law library. It's, it's just not a law library per se because it didn't have any books in it. But it was just a room that they called the law library that we would get up in and we'd play spades together. So one night we were up there playing spades and my stomach started hurting. So I told the guys, I said, look, man, watch my radio because I'm going to go down to the room and lay down for a minute, man. I wasn't feeling too good, right? So, you know, I go down to the room and I'm laid back chilling and I take me a nap. And it's about five or six o'clock. I wake up, you know, and... Uh, I come out and I'm looking around at my guys for my guys and and I see them sitting there looking at TV. So I said, "Uh, where's my radio at?" And they said, "Man, your radio's up in the uh in the uh, law library." I said, "Man, what you leave my radio up there for? I, saw, I told you to watch my stuff, man. Don't be leaving my stuff up there like that unattended, man. I don't trust these people, you know." And it was one of those old square box radios that somebody had left me. You know what I'm saying? An old head had gotten out of jail and left it with me because he. And I guess, I don't know, he thought I was going to be here for a while. I needed something, you know what I'm saying, to distract myself with, you know. So I listened to the music on and everything. And whenever I came out of the cell, I'd bring it out so other people could listen to it. But I just didn't like it being out unattended, either by me or, you know, one of my guys. So anyway, one of my guys, he ran up and grabbed the radio. And I went on back into the cell and had him, you know, shut my door. So he handed the radio to me through the little, it's a little section on the door that's about the equal size of it. He handed it in to me and whatnot. And uh, he was like, man, let's go on and listen to some music right now. Him and my other dude, they was on the outside of the cell, and I'm on the inside of the cell with the door shut. So when he handed me the radio, I'm not thinking nothing of it. You know, the, the plug is right there at the front of the cell. You know, it's a toilet and a sink combo. And the plug is right behind it. You know, so I'm... I got the radio in my right hand, and I got the plug in my left hand, and I'm like, all right, then, we're going to listen to some music and whatnot. So I plug it in, and as soon as it hit that socket, all I seen was black and blue. It went boom, <laughs> just like that. I mean, it was like something you see on TV, man. I was lifted up out of the air, and I hit the back of the wall of the cell. Back hit it, I'm out. I'm out. When I seen the black and blue, that was the last thing I seen. Next thing I know, I get I'm hearing an officer smacking me like this. Baker, wake up, wake up. 
and I'm looking at him. It's just like on TV. It's like I see his lips moving. So you you literally lifted up, flying to the wall. Man, look, when I say it took me off my feet, man, it took me off my feet. Hit and I hit the back of the wall, man. It had to be at least six feet that it blew me. You feel what I'm saying? And I went the other way. So the officer's smacking me. Boom, 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 boom. Baker, Baker, can you hear me? I'm looking at him, and I see his lips moving, but I really, I can tell what he's saying, but it's like I can hear it, and it's, it's muffled. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, what's going on? I reach up and, 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 and wipe the side of my face on my right side. Oh, I feel blood. It's, it's too warm. It's, it's something going on. Was it like the movies, like that loud ringing noise? It was ringing, man. It was ringing, and I'm like, just in a daze, man. I'm confused. I'm spooked. He looking at me like, he looking at me scared. I'm like, man, what just happened? All of a sudden, you know, you, you hear these wheels coming. These wheels coming and, he, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's the uh, nurses and all them with the, uh, with the gurney. And they put me on the gurney and they got a thing around my neck, got me laying on the gurney, got handcuffed. They put the handcuffs on me too now. Got me handcuffed to the thing, got me shackled to the thing. And when I'm coming out, I see my two guys, <laughs> they got them. Putting them on the gurney. The blast had blown them the opposite direction. You feel me? They was on the outside of the cell. It blew them. Right? So I'm coming out of the cell and I see them. And we all on these gurney. They flying. They pushing. Trying to get us downstairs on the elevator. We get downstairs, man. They put us in the ambulance, man. And rush us to the hospital. All I, I'm still not able to hear. All I hear is ringing, man. And I'm like, what just happened? What just happened? You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, man, like I said, we get to the hospital, and one of my guys, he wants to be silly. He's laying on the ground. He's telling him he needs to use the restroom. I'm barely able to hear what's going on, but he's trying to pop his whip, try to get them to take the handcuffs off him. So they're like, we're not taking these handcuffs off. Now one of y'all. So he just take a leak right then in that pen. Right oh. in, yeah, we in the hallway, man. They ain't even got us in a room yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know how they put you behind that curtain? We don't have it yet. You know what I'm saying? He just take a leak and just piss. Piss running down the gum gurney. I'm looking at him like, you pedal. So like now, uh, they have curtains that separate. Yeah, it was curtains. It was curtains, but they already had people in there. Okay. So we were just like side by side. Like, you know, like they have the waiting area. But it wasn't, we wasn't in no chairs. We owned the gurney. It, I guess they figured out that, you know, they wasn't going to die. You know what I'm saying? And so they were like, they can wait. So we were waiting. You know what I'm saying? Just laying there like it's here. So y'all done got blew up, and now blew, y'all just sitting there waiting. Blew up. <laughs> now, keep in mind, at that time, I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know what had happened. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, we get seen by the doctor. They tell me my ears messed up, this, is and that. But nobody's telling us what happened. Nobody's saying what happened. We get back We get back to the jail. They put us on another floor, right? Separate us. You know what I'm saying? They said, you're going back to the same floor as soon as they clean up the sales and so on and so forth. Man, look, it about took about four days. They got TBI. They got everybody, whoever they was. I don't know if it was TBI, but they they were not counting people in there cleaning up everything. So we finally get back up on the floor, and now here we go. Here we go. The rumors is flying. They said somebody tried to kill you, Joe. Mm. What's going on, man? So now. Do you remember the guy I was talking about in the other clip about the uh, the gun? Yeah. Okay. He strikes back. Wow. This is him. He strikes back. Now, I had extorted him 
early on. You feel what I'm saying? Taking stuff from him. He tried to befriend me, telling me all these stories about prison and thinking I'm going to be scared. And then when we got put in the back, then he wants me to help him do all this. And he ends up shooting himself, right? So they end up separating us, right? Like I said. So anyway, after a few months, oh, he gets out. Now he's down on the floor and he got rocks in his jaw because I he feel like I left him high and dry. I don't know what I could have done for him anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it was. So anyway, he had plotted. And he had gotten the police. The story goes anyway. He had gotten the police to bring in a blasting cap. Right? So what's it? Describe a blasting cap. What a blasting it? cap is, from what I was told, because at this time, keep in mind, I don't know what it is. But a blasting cap is what you put down into explosive, like the C4 or whatever, or the, or the, or the dynamite stick or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what you put down in it. It sets it off. You feel what I'm saying? Right. right. So anyway, it, but it, it takes a spark, from my understanding, to set it off. Right? Now, I don't know nothing about none of that. You feel me? So anyway, the story goes, you know, that he had put a blasting cap in the radio. He had been waiting for weeks to find an opportunity to get me. Well, when I'm in the room sleeping, my guys leave the radio upstairs in the law library. He went to work, and he fixed it up and put the blasting cap in the radio, right? Now, half of the pod is with it. Half of the pod is with it. And luckily, it was this, 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 this white dude that I was kind of cool with. He wasn't with it. He came and told me. He said, man, they tired of you trying to take all their stuff, man. Wow. They sick of it. Yeah, they, ain't, they trying to get rid of you, man. I said, for real? He's like, yeah. He said, man, they going to kill you, man. I said, oh, okay, appreciate that. So me being stupid, I was still stupid at that time. I come out, I go grab him. Let me holler at you, man. Just pull him. Because they kept one of the cells open all the time so people can go in and out and use the restroom. That way they wouldn't have to open your door all the time, right? So I took him up in there, slapped him around a little bit. Tell me, what's going on, man? You trying to do something to me? We can go on and take care of that right now. You feel me? Oh, he balls up all timid. Oh, no, oh, it ain't like that. Whoever told you that was lying, this, this, and that. I said, no, I believe that. I believe exactly what they told me is true. Where, you know, you don't put the blaster cap in my radio and all this and that. He said, man, Joe, I would never do that to you. I would never do that to you. I said, well, who did it then? He said, I'm going to find out who did it. I said, you got one hour to find out who did it. Oh, worst mistake I could have made. As soon as I let him leave that daggum room, he went straight to the tower, got the police's attention, and told the police he needed to be put in protective custody and that I was trying to kill him. So, boom. They get him, take him to protective custody, and they come and get me. Come and get me. And guess what they tell me? What they tell We're going to charge you with attempted escape. We think you took that blasting cap, took your mattress, and put it on the wall and put the blasting cap, the radio between the wall and the mattress and it was going to blow up and it would have blew the wall out. I said, man, there ain't no way that would have happened because first of all, I wasn't trying to escape. Second of all, the plug won't reach the wall. You feel what I'm saying? But they used that as a precursor to get me off the floor, man. You know what I mean? And that was the first attempt on my life. And what I learned out of that was, you know, I had spent months on that floor extorting people, taking things from them, uh, just being, you know, the worst type of person that I could be. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just thinking about myself and my dudes. But I didn't think about those dudes that, that I was taking the stuff from. You know, their parents are sending them these noodles. Because you don't get a lot of food in the county jail. You know what I mean? But I was taking stuff from them. And it never dawned on me that one day that they would get tired of that. But see, back then, I thought that's what you were supposed to do. 
You feel what I'm saying? Either you were going to be the predator or the prey. You feel what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. So I felt like, well, it ain't going to be me that's getting my stuff taken, so I'm going to be the one that's taking the stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Now, that set me on a path, you know what I'm saying, for years of doing all kind of wrong stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what I would like people to take from this story is that, look, you got to always be mindful when you're doing something that you know, the other people on the other end, the people that you are abusing, they got family that love them. They got pride too. You feel what I'm saying? They just want to do their time and go home. You feel what I'm saying? Or if they're not going home, they would, they just want to do their time in peace and be left alone. I don't have a right. You don't have, nobody has a right in here to be victimizing somebody else in here because you think that they're weaker than you and you're stronger than them. I just don't think that that's right. And I hope that that's what, you know what I'm saying, you take away from this lesson. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Join me next week and hear the story about Judgment Day.